Boozed and Confused is a comedy and weird topic podcast. Adult language may be used probably by me. While our episode topics may be educational in nature, we are not responsible if your children start dropping the F-bomb to their kindergarten class. Listener discretion is advised. How do they do with you, neighbor? You know. Ooh, you're late. It. I. I am. I, late. We're both late. We're both late. We're, we're late to the party. Uh, obviously, ended up accidentally skipping a week. Um, but we're back. This is uh season two. Season two. We yeah. We took a season break. Yeah. That was the break. Yeah. Totally great. planned. Great. Um, well, would this technically be season three with uh the executive producers? Uh, yeah. Ooh. Um, you know what? Whenever we miss a week, it's just a season new break. Season. New season. Who dis? <laughs> well, I'm Carol Ann. I am Matt. We don't actually have seasons on our show. but we this should. is This is Boost and Confused, so welcome back. I appreciate you coming back, and I uh, am sorry that we missed you last week. I was just feeling like, blah, and we had a really busy weekend last weekend, and now it's a little bit more chill, so yeah. Well, yeah, it snowed. It did snow. Of course, it's chillier. It's uh, winter. It's fall. It is. It's still fall. It is winter. Um, all right. Before we get into today's episode, which is actually this really creepy ranker article that I will have in the show notes for you, as I always do, some housekeeping items. <sighs> I raked the leaves yesterday, and it's I, like I did Oh, my God. Shut up. It. Not funny. A year later, not funny. I'm going to do it again tomorrow. <laughs> the next day and i'm gonna love it i love raking leaves all right um shit what is the the first one we are on find us, all yeah. your favorite social media we're on facebook instagram youtube and twitter and uh obviously i've been a little bit quiet um but i think as things maybe slow down for the holidays maybe i'll be a little bit more active and like i don't know talk some smack on twitter just kidding i don't start beef with anybody i just uh like everybody's tweets and retweet i'm like the creepy partner Perner, creepy person in the corner of the room of a party who just like watches everybody um that's me but on social media so great now yeah. that we got that out of the way <laughs> yeah i'm a hardcore lurker i uh i thought about posting instagram posts like every day i'm just like random it's a stuff. lot i think i might start doing that on the um my podcast account potty yeah mouth, the man. potty mouth yeah potty mouth. yeah um and if social media isn't really your thing or you're taking a little break, uh, you can send us an email at boostandconfusedpodcast at gmail.com. And um, what else do we got for you today? If you like the pod mm-hmm. and you want to support us, the best way you could do that is by leaving us a review and subscribing or following wherever you get your podcast. It's super appreciated. I promise it like makes our week when we see some nice notes from y'all. And even if it's just like a stupid um youtube comment that's like not actually nice we obviously still get a lot of enjoyment out of that (laughs) so also welcome also very welcome um oh and if you uh take a screenshot of your review and you send it to us we'll send you some boost and confused stickers in the mail for free however i do want a caveat the mail is obviously pretty slow right now they're very backed up 
there's a lot of things going on. Um, so if we send something and you don't get it for a few weeks, there's probably a little bit of a delay on our end. But also, um, I blame the post office a little bit. But y'all should still support USPS. Uh, it's not their fault. They're so backed up. Buy stamps. Buy stamps. All right. Um, what else? Um, what are you what's drinking? What's the last one? Oh, what, what am I drinking? drinking? Um, I am drinking Sippin' Pretty. It's a fruited sour from Odell Brewing, and I've had this one before, and it's delicious. And I will be sad when it's gone. What oh. are you drinking? Oh, gee. Oh, <laughs> oh this geez. is a new one. This is a new one. Um, well, you know, it snowed the other day, so uh, it's it's time for stout season. So this is a this is a macro brewery, um, worldwide distributors. Uh, I, I can't pronounce. It. Oh my god! Genet? How many times? How many Genet? times have you made this joke? Genet? And I'm sure literally everybody listening to the podcast who hears that joke is like, "Uh," and then like rolls their eyes a little bit. It's Guinness. He's drinking Guinness. It's my favorite. It's Guinness. It's my favorite. All right. You know what though? Um, we're gonna have to get all those beers out of the fridge in the garage because, um, I took a peek at the thermometer in the garage and it's like, twenty degrees in the refrigerator. That's fine. The fridge I don't care about. As long as we're not eating some stale meats out of the freezer again. Tainted meat. <laughs> um, all right. One ah, a little curveball here. We didn't talk about this before Whoop. the episode. Um, but one other housekeeping item for everybody. Um, if you haven't already, I want you to go watch the show Midnight Mass on Netflix. Don't look up anything about the show if you don't already know it. Uh, it's by the same creators as The um, Haunting of Hill House mm-hmm. and Bly Manor. Mm-hmm. Fantastic show. We just finished it maybe an hour and a half ago. So good. It's very heavy at the end. I'm still feeling feelings. I, I almost cried a little bit. Um, that doesn't take a lot for me to do sometimes these days <laughs> which sometimes. is fine um but yeah unsolicited just go watch it if you're watching or if you're looking for like a good show to watch um highly recommend only seven episodes they're mm-hmm. like an hour long for each episode very good good plot twists um yeah just go watch it it's super good it's midnight fan- mass yeah. no it's great it's great uh not sponsored key thing seven episodes seven it's, episodes yeah you could do it in about eight hours yeah finish it yeah just add like some bathroom breaks in there okay one last thing before we actually get into today's episode is we have a listener submission that we want to share with you all that's how you know we've made it (laughs) yeah we got this actually a couple weeks ago um in october and we just wanted to find the right episode to share it so i'll let you take it away first of all thanks steve so good to hear from you, man. So good. So glad that you sent this in. Here it is. Here's Steve's spooky story. So, I was 18 at the time and went to my university for orientation. Orientation was two days for us, so we had to sleep in the dorms. I had a roommate, and I made a few friends while attending the orientation but I was still uncomfortable around them since I had only known them for a few hours. Anyways, night comes and we stay up until 12 before my roommate and I go back to our dorm. I stay up a few hours more on my phone until I finally close my eyes and go to sleep. 
at some point, I open my eyes, and it's pitch black. I wouldn't say it was sleep paralysis, since I remember wiping my eyes, but I was in some state of half asleep, half awake. While in that state, I hear a girl screaming down the hallway. It sounded like nothing like a horror movie. Whoever was screaming sounded like they were purposely trying to sever their vocal cords. At the time, I was more annoyed than scared since it had woken me up. I do not remember when I went back to sleep, but I eventually did. The entire thing didn't hit me until I woke up in the morning. I ran into my roommate, and I asked if he had heard someone screaming last night. He told me no, that he had slept through the entire night. We rejoined our orientation group, and I asked a few people that I talked to if they had heard the screams, which they also told me no. People overheard our conversation and started giving me weird looks, so I stopped my investigation. Fast forward to my second semester, and I'm going to my theology class. I forget what the lesson was, but it eventually turned into a conversation about the paranormal. My professor then talks about the weird stories that he heard at the other universities he taught at. He eventually begins to talk about our university and says that there are a few of them here. He then tells a story that really piqued my interest. He said that he heard the dorms were haunted and that a few years back students reported hearing screams while they were in their dorms. I raised my hand to tell him my story but then I remembered the looks people had given me the first time, so I stayed quiet. I'm not sure if it is because I was still half asleep or if it really was a ghost, but I swear on my life that I did hear someone screaming that night. You know, Steve, I believe you, 100%. That would scare the crap out of me, and it kind of did. I also believe that, um, just knowing... Some of the weird history around uh, the area, and I 100% believe it. I remember, um, geez, I don't know. I was like maybe a freshman uh, in college, and I started hearing a lot of the horror stories around, I don't know, some of like the Illinois colleges of just like paranormal stuff. And I was like, mm, <laughs> eh, I'm out. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you so much for sending that in. It's always super appreciated. And we love hearing listener submissions and reading them ourselves. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much. All right. Well, I think without further ado, we will get into today's episode. And um, this is a uh, list from Ranker. And today we will be talking about scary stories of people who were buried alive. One of my worst fears I promise I won't do that to you. One of my worst. You threatened me with it, though. I joke about it. Joke. Wink. A Wink. joke and a threat. <laughs> a joke and a threat. The only difference is you laugh afterwards. Ha ha. Ha ha. Ha ha. Okay. So this first one is a man crawled out of his own grave. So a woman visiting a family tomb in Faraz de Vasconcelos in Brazil um, in 2013 witnessed a body emerging from a grave waving its arms and I'm sure she's probably like holy shit this is the zombie apocalypse right here right now I'm ready or maybe that's just me that part is not in the 
uh, the notes. Um, so after finally convincing the authorities to come to the cemetery, police rescued the man. Uh, they believed he was a former city hall worker who had been involved in a fight in another part of the city. Presumably, he passed out from his injuries and was taken to the graveyard. In 2013. I, you, you know, there's so many ways to tell that someone's heart is still beating. Yeah, that's like the... And, I think what's so shocking is like so many of these stories are are very very modern. Like I remember one of our episodes we talked about the system that they created back in like what the 1800s where they had like a bell on the inside of the coffin I think um, mm-hmm. because so many people in that age were mistakenly buried alive. But this is like it's because they got too drunk at the bar. Ooh, been there. This next one surprisingly enough takes us to 2015. So even more recent getting worse yeah uh this one uh again terrifying this is uh i get i get scared enough when um i can't wiggle my toes in my shoes how oh i was gonna say how often does that happen very no if i'm poor you know if i'm wearing shoes uh, and i can't wiggle my toes do you need a larger shoe size no this is mainly a memory of mine uh being driven to a soccer game of course like fifth or sixth grade yes I had grown out of my shoes and I put them on in the car and I was like, I can't move my toes. And that's just, that was me at the soccer game yesterday. Yeah. It's just stuck with me. So a 16 year old girl from Honduras named Nazi Perez was buried alive. Mistakenly, of course, her family had heard screaming coming from her coffin and they went to open it and she was rushed to the hospital. Uh, but she ended up passing away. So uh, according to her relatives, her body was still warm. She had bruises on her fingertips. The glass... Oh my God, was that from trying to get out? Uh, probably. Oh God, that's creepy. Yeah, the uh, glass viewing pane on her coffin had been smashed as well. And doctors believe that she had suffered a severe panic attack, which temporarily stopped her heart, resulting in the initial pronouncement of her death. Oh my God. Well, I have a new fear. If I have a panic attack, um, please don't bury me and think that I died. Please. No promises. So this one is a woman was buried in the courtyard of her own home. Uh, In 1991, Shakira Khalili was the wealthy daughter of one of India's more preeminent families, uh, and she went missing. And in May of 1994, her skeletal remains were discovered by police in the courtyard of her own home. And her second husband had drugged her in her sleep, placed her on a mattress in a coffin-like box, uh, and covered it with another mattress. And one of her hands was found clutching the mattress that lay below her. The side of the box appeared to bear scratch marks as well. Why are we doing this episode? This I'm was, just like, for you. somebody with anxiety, this is just really not helping. I'm going to jump back a bit to the 1890s. I'll just here. I'll just fucking embarrass myself, okay? Thank you. This is the second, <laughs> the second take for this one because uh, Matt goes, oh, in 1893, and I like the like the dipshit that I am was trying to sound confidently incorrect, and I was like, <clears throat> isn't that the 1900s? Because he's like, oh, the 1800s. And I I thought I was thinking 19th century, not 1900s, and it came out wrong. So there, just so you can't fucking retell the story. There you go. I'm an idiot. <laughs> it's fine. This is why I needed a week. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for being honest with everybody. 
uh it's okay we all make mistakes <laughs> um everybody has those days everybody makes mistakes Everyone once once said by a, a wise prophet miley cyrus she's <laughs> great uh this is a a woman named mrs boger who had allegedly died of unknown causes the doctors confirmed that she died and she was promptly buried probably to avoid that stanky stage of decomposition uh, a friend of miss boger told her husband charles that his wife had suffered from hysteria before he had met her and it was possible that she hadn't actually been dead so after hearing this you know oh crap uh, he goes to dig his wife up and finds that her body was turned over, her shroud and robes were shredded to pieces, and the glass of her coffin lid was broken all over her body. Her skin was bloodied and scratched, while her fingers were missing entirely. Oh, man. It was presumed that she had chewed them off <gasps> while attempting to escape. Oh, God. You know what? So, um, going to be honest here. I read a different article um, for today that I think I got them mixed up in my mind because the other article was people who were buried alive and like um, lived to tell the tale. And this one, uh, not so much. And this one is like slightly more traumatizing. Um, so I think maybe I'll, oh, oh, I don't know. Does this need a content warning for the description of the Does episode? It? I don't know. It's a little disturbing. A little disturbing. That is horrifying. Also, um, you know, that friend of Mrs. Boger's who, like, told her husband, hey, she had hysteria before she might, like, maybe would have helped a little bit sooner. Um, I don't you know. know. how slow news travels in the 1800s. Yeah, of course. The 19th century. <laughs> the 1900s. Oh, boy. All right. Well, this next one kind of takes it a little bit closer to home, um, takes us back to Illinois. Sweet home, Illinois. Sweet home. Um, so a kidnapped heir suffocated underground. So I guess this one at least spoils the uh, ending in the title. So in 1987, an Illinois publishing and media heir named Stephen Small was kidnapped and buried alive in a makeshift wooden box near the town of Kankakee. I know that place. I do know that place. Uh, his assailants, a 30-year-old man named Danny Edwards and his 26-year-old girlfriend, Nancy Risch, crafted a plan to abduct him and keep him immobile underground while asking for a $1 million ransom from his surviving family members. His kidnappers were able to provide the 39-year-old Mr. Small with minimal air, water, and light inside his homemade coffin via tubes, but he was left buried three feet under a sandy area and he suffocated after his breathing tube failed. So they probably didn't get the money, is my guess. If you, you want to ransom someone, they got to be alive. Well, I guess they don't have to be alive. You just have to be able to bluff and make it seem like they are. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I Maybe I'll, maybe I'll do a little bit more digging. I actually haven't heard this story before, which is kind of surprising because I feel like I know a lot of the – not that this is super-duper local to us, but I, I feel like I know, like, the northern Illinois uh, – spooky stories and stuff yeah kinkakee um they're always on the like weather radar for like tornado warnings yeah and watches super popular lots to do there. tornado warnings there it's always fishing farming tornadoes tornadoes that's the midwest in a nutshell 
Yeah, and cold winters. <laughs> oh, it's coming. It's coming. Uh, this is a, a case of insurance fraud, possibly. This is uh, 1937. Angelo Hayes was riding his bike around France when he ran headfirst into a brick wall. Um, when were helmets invented? After this, because he was declared dead on the spot. Well, I mean, he could have just not been wearing a helmet. Well, I I'll have to fact check. And I look don't it know when plastic was invented. I feel like you could make a helmet out of something like probably like titanium or like. Well, lead, you know what? Wait lead. a second. Wait a second. If we think about this, like, didn't the Spartans have helmets? Yes. So, like, they've been around for a while. I don't know in the sense of biking, but. 1907. Okay. Okay. You know, Angelo. Sorry to say. Wear a helmet. Wear a helmet. Um, yeah, I was hit by a car once. <laughs> Super casual. We'll just throw once. it in there. It happened to me. Uh, I also hit a car once, like myself. <laughs> like, And surprisingly, me hitting a parked car hurt me more than being hit by a car. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm not surprised. And this is why I um, don't bike unless it's in, like, nice forest preserves. Yep. I still long for the open road. Uh, uh, no, thank you. Right. So Angelo Hayes runs into a brick wall and dies on the spot, allegedly, and he's buried uh, in the nearby, the, nearby, the nearby town of Bordeaux. We're keeping it. Uh, an insurance company became suspicious after realizing that Angelo's father had recently insured his son's life for 200,000 francs, and an inspector was sent to investigate the claim. The inspector had Angelo's body exhumed just two days after he had been buried to confirm the cause of death and was shocked (gasps) to discover that Angelo was still alive. When the doctor removed the shroud, he found Angelo's body warm and his heart barely beating. He was immediately taken to a hospital where he endured several operations and extensive rehab before making a full recovery and inventing the security coffin. So the story was actually on the um, the other article that I had read for tonight. Um, but also, it's that time of year where if you're an American, you understand this. And if you get health insurance or insurance like life insurance through your employer, it's about that time that you start picking your insurance. So I recently had to go through and figure out my life insurance and everything. And I was like, at what point do do these policies look suspicious? (laughs) At what point do like eyebrows get raised? Um, If anybody knows the answer to that, if you're like an insurance, uh, what, not an adjuster, if you're an insurance claimer, if you're an insurance sorcerer if you're an insurance guru guru uh hit me up let me know yeah 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 yep yep if you're an agent let me know asking for a friend you know these um security safety coffins where uh, are they they had the little belt that's that's the the doohickey that they used Uh but this is where the phrase saved by the bell comes from is it really? Mm-hmm. It's not about the class bell ringing at the end of your class from your mid-90s sitcom, Saved by the Bell. Really? Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a phrase uh, meaning like you're ringing the bell 
and the uh, like midnight crew at the graveyard hears the bell and they dig you up and you're saved. Oh, by God. the bell. Oh, that's creepy. Very creepy. Thanks. I hate it. Also, the term graveyard shift because you're working in the graveyard at nighttime. Yes. There you go. That one I that feel like was a little more obvious. Also, dead ringer. <laughs> Okay, great. The idiom. Oh, great. That's a fun one. Um, so this one is a man beat his head against his coffin in his efforts to be heard. So uh, there's one story um, that comes from a pamphlet entitled The Most Lamentable and Deplorable Accident. And a London butcher named Lawrence Cawthorn fell fatally ill in 1661. And his landlady was eager for his swift demise so she could inherit his belongings. What a bitch. She sounds like she sucks. She saw to it that he was quickly pronounced dead without a doctor's consultation and buried at a nearby chapel. Who did she have come in? Like, well, it's the 1600s, so it's probably not very official. Um, That's the 1700s. (laughs) God, you know, you know. All right. Um, This is why people get buried alive. Okay. I'm just saying. Just Just so you know, I've watched YouTube videos on how to escape from a like a burial while I'm alive. Well, just so you know, I watched enough episodes of Would You Survive um, that I could I could survive getting buried alive by an avalanche, but maybe not um, in a coffin. Would you A, kick and scream, <laughs> B, try and find the top, or C, uh, wait for the avalanche dogs to find you? C, and they're good boys. They're all good boys. <laughs> Um, you chose A, you're probably going to die. Yeah. So not off, not long after uh, Lawrence's entombment, visitors and mourners heard screams and shrieks coming from the grave, which is terrifying. And when they dug him up, he had passed, but Cawthorn's shroud was completely shredded. His eyes were swollen and his head was bloodied from where he'd beaten it against the coffin. Horrifying. I don't know why I expected any of these to not be as horrifying as they are. I don't know. Also reminds me of that scene from Kill Bill. Oh yes, when uh, Uma Thurman's character is buried, uh, and she does the um. Oh, mm, it's Fallen Boy. Mm. She does that one-inch punch, uh-huh. inspired by Bruce yes. Lee, the one-inch yes. punch, and she gets out, and then she kills Bill. Spoilers. Mm. That is a spoiler. Yeah, so we're gonna move to 1993. In South Africa, a 24-year-old man named, uh, we'll say, Sifo William. Ledshi. Medlethshi. That's a good one. That's a good one. So, uh, Sifo and his fiance were involved in a severe car accident. Uh, Although Sifo's fiance survived, Sifo was so badly injured that he was declared dead by responders following the accident. Afterwards, he was placed in a metal box for burial in Johannesburg Mortuary. For two days and nights, he remained in the box until he awoke in a confused daze and began to scream for help. Luckily, some of the workers at the morgue were around to let him out of the box. And he survived the end. Great. I enjoyed that one. Um, This one is a woman pulled her hair out in her coffin. 
uh, on January 10th, 1884, so getting back to those 1900s, uh, <laughs> Anna Hockwelt of Dayton, Ohio, went downstairs to the kitchen after dressing on the day of her brother's wedding and was found, quote, dead, shortly afterwards, sitting in a chair with her head leaning against the wall. The wedding went on. Damn, that's cold-blooded. Uh, and her death was determined to be the result of a symptomatic heart palpitation combined with her naturally nervous disposition. She was buried in Woodland, but her friends feared that she'd been buried alive because her ears bore a remarkably natural color. Those are some good friends. You don't get friends like those anymore. Her ears looked alive. <laughs> so. That would be some shit that I would say. <laughs> those ears, when I see her alive, which was most of the time, those ears uh, looked like that right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they shared their suspicions with her parents who finally had her, uh, disinterred. And when her coffin was open, she was dead, but she was on her right side. Her fingers chewed the bone and her hair pulled from her head. Well, probably felt really embarrassed that they saw her like that. That's oh probably my, what that yeah, was. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. I could just yeah. about yeah. die. Oh, all right. Well, we only have two more for you. A oh, man only. Being buried after a three-day trance state. A wealthy New Yorker named James Wrigley was buried at Pendleton in February of 1899 after being in a trance state for three days. He had taken out several life insurance policies, which prompted an autopsy request to ascertain his cause of death. According to a local paper, the glass covering the casket was broken, and the distorted features of the corpse, the position of his hands and feet, together with a number of blood spots on his face, showed that he was buried alive. Since when did coffins have glass? I was kind of wondering the same thing. Like, a lot of these have very um, similar, I don't know, stories of like, oh, the glass was broken. But maybe that's just not a thing that they do anymore. I'm sure you could probably still find. But also, why would you want glass? It's Why not like it's a glass? good view. I don't know. The view's crap, I've heard. Terrible view. All right, the last one that we have for today is a woman's coffin was found with scratch marks inside, which mm-hmm. I feel like is uh, all of these, actually. Uh, in 1851, Virginia McDonald lived with her father in New York City when she became ill, died, and was buried in Greenwood Cemetery, Brooklyn. And after the burial, her mother declared her belief that their daughter was not actually perished. And after exhuming the coffin, they discovered her body lying on its side with the hands badly bitten and scratches on the inside of the coffin. Horrifying. And also, there's a lot of similarities in these Why stories. The of like they, they always go for the head. Like, I don't know if it's like a nervous <sighs> thing. I don't know. It has to be. That's my assumption. I heard this rumor that the finger has about the consistency of like a like a carrot. Oh, I have heard that. And like your body just prevents you from yeah. biting it too hard or Yeah. Like, Do I you think that's a rumor like similar to the one about Marilyn Manson that like stupid kids in fifth grade spit around? Or the do you think one? that's yeah, do you think that's real? Not Marilyn Manson, I mean the carrot fingers. <laughs> Oh, I have no idea. I've I've been too scared to try. Although I have definitely put both a carrot and my finger in my mouth at the same time. How recently? <laughs> Alarmingly recently. That's fine. That's fine. Um, okay. Well, uh, I hope you. I don't know. Maybe enjoyed 
today's episode it turned out to be a little bit darker than I think I was anticipating so I hope you didn't enjoy it too much um but if you want to go back and read some of these stories yourself you can find the link to the ranker article in our show notes and if you liked today's listener submission thank you very much Steve that was the highlight (laughs) I love Steve and uh really appreciate listener submissions so if you want your story to be read on the pod um send it our way and let us know if we have your permission to share it and if we have your permission to use your name and uh if you send us a story something spooky uh you know happy to send you some boost and confuse swag the swag spoilers is just um stickers more stickers but we'll give you dozens we'll give you so many stickers litter your college campuses with (laughs) all right well uh thank you so much for joining us today i'm sorry that we take a break and hopefully uh get back to normal consistency very soon and uh thanks so much hopefully see you next week okay okay bye bye